Was up, Vankers? What's up, Vankers? It's the red flags coming to you. How are we doing out there, Vankers? <laughs> <laughs> they did it again. Oops, they did it again. Ferrari. 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 Charles Leclerc, Carlos Sainz, <laughs> Guan Yu Zhou. <laughs> They're sleeping with the fishes. <laughs> <laughs> Look on the mask with my boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's up, Vangas? What's up, Vangas? How is everybody doing? It's it's like uh it's like watching Jerry Springer at this point because you're like, at least my life isn't as bad as uh Charles Leclerc's life is right now. Yeah, I mean, how many times can Charles Leclerc post on Twitter that he's in pain? You know, how many times can he say after a race that it hurts? How much can he take? Yes. What else must he do before you give him a car and a strategy and a team that can actually get him to the promised land? It's not happening today. I honestly believe he has a worse life than I do right now because I don't have any expectations like he does. He has these massive expectations and he gets so close. They edge him. They edge him. They edge him. He's about to come and then they kick him in the fucking nuts. And he's not into that sort of thing. Totally. In the mic the whole time. Yes, yes, yes. In the mic the whole time. I'm sorry, I'm like davening. I'm davening like like an Orthodox Jew towards Israel. (laughs) Like a back and forth. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. There we go. That's all right. And now the people can hear you the same level the whole time. Yeah. Welcome to the Red Flags, Vankas. I'm Brian. And I'm Matt. And we're the fucking best podcast of the world. Suck our dicks. Um, we're both so tired. I mean, for you, what, it was 4 a.m. the race started? The race started at 4 a.m.? It started at 4 a.m. I, I got back. It was midnight. And I was like, or like one. And I, this is sick. I couldn't really sleep because I took a late nap. Mm-hmm. Brian, I watched a Formula 2 race before I went to sleep. Whoa, that's when you know. That's when you know you need to get help. I watched Yuri Vips put it into the fucking wall. (laughs) Yeah, was it Baku? He had it. The kid had it. And he just fucking, he just, he like, you know that narrow little squiggle? That the narrowest, Uh uh tightest little butthole part of the track? Yep. He just hit the rim. And then he hit the other rim and then it was over for him. Uh, it was so, and he had the lead. It was like a couple laps to go, and then um, some other kid won. But uh, yeah, that was that, that 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 little that little chicane is the birthplace yeah. of. Uh, I am stupid. <laughs> I am stupid. <laughs> but he wasn't stupid today. And by the way, it was just like, just so many red flags because that's a really hard track, yeah. and a lot of these guys are not very good at driving, or you know, it, <laughs> yeah. relatively. Um, right. Compared to the F1 drive, it's a tough track to drive in, and yeah, um, yeah a lot of DNFs in that race. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I was I was uh, out. I had a party. I'm about to move, so we threw a last kind of uh, party for the for the apartment. The keep our deposit, three... you fucking cunts. Yes, party exactly. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Fucking keep that shit. 
and it was about 2.30 in the morning, and I looked on Instagram, and Charles Leclerc posted a picture of him in the bright, sunny day in Azerbaijan saying, race day. And I was like, fuck. No. No. <laughs> fuck, no what are you doing, dude? One. Keep your head down. What are you doing? <laughs> he should have been checking out that fucking engine. Yeah. He should have been checking Jesus. out that engine, not checking out the fucking sun. That was... I mean, ultimately, kind of a snoozer. I mean, it was it was kind of a snoozer of a race. I mean, there was drama because things just broke, and the Ferrari <laughs> engine is just is a nightmare at the moment. No red flags. I I needed a red flag there. And you know what? Like Baku last year was so unbelievably horny that like it will never live up to Baku last year. That I was just kind of the bar was too high. Here's what it is, is Baku was the first race that Brian and I actually watched last year. Right. And uh, it was after we watched Drive to Survive and we were like, you know, opioid addicts. I've said this before. We were like opioid addicts that had 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 all the oxy in the house. And we were like, there's no more DTS. What are we going to do? It's like, do you want to try the pure heroin? Mm -hmm. And then we went out. We got up at six o'clock, found a dealer that got us. A stream. I think it was like a Twitch stream because we didn't even know how to. It's like a pirated. Mm-hmm. And Brian watched it on Zoom. Like I screen shared mm-hmm. and we watched. And it was like the purest hit of heroin. And that, that was our first hit. And it's never going to be as good as that hit. It'll never be as good yeah. as that first hit. It'll never be as good. And as we've been hit. chasing that high ever since. That's right. And, and for everyone that just skipped ahead 30 seconds, uh, welcome back. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, heard that story two weeks ago. Here we are again. But you know what? It's true, and the truth matters. So, I mean, should we start with fucking Ferrari? Let's just fucking start with Ferrari. We can get into some of the behind-the-scenes shit, but let's just fucking... I just want to get into it. I just want to get into it. We're just going to Tarantino this shit. They massacred my boy again. I mean, what else? Bonotto missed half the races last year. He didn't go to half of the races so he could be at the factory working on the engine. They put all their chips into the 2022 engine basket, and here it is. Fucking failing again. And not only, not only, you know, we've we said it all the time. You know, they get the colds and then Alfa Romeo gets the flu. They got the fucking flu. I mean, <laughs> they both got the, the Haases, the Alfa Romeos, the, the Ferrari engines were just going down left and right. Yeah. And it's, you, you know, we're we're newer fans, obviously. Um, and people talk about like engine reliability and how you don't kind of, you know, just because something happens at the beginning of the season. But, you know, that first couple of races when. Red Bull was having that problem, and then all of a sudden it was like they're fucked and their engine's unreliable, and Ferrari's engine's fucking sexy dexy, and here we are, two months later, and Ferrari's fucking shit in the bed. But I feel like it's worse that it's happening now than it was happening like race one. Yeah, I wonder what's changed because they were finishing races and now they're not. So right, I feel like it, the Red Bull has more of an excuse. It's like this is a new. These are new regulations. It's a new engine. They're working out the kinks. And I've heard it's better to have a fast engine with reliabilities. And like you can make a fast engine more reliable more easily than you can make a reliable Mm -hmm. engine more fast. So interesting. But um, the Ferrari has a good engine. It's just it's just it's uh, 
not reliable, but weird that it's happening now. And I, you know, you and I are not qualified to speak on what the fuck is going on other than <laughs> I, I actually I know exactly what's going on is now that they're ahead and they're getting tight and <laughs> they like to snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. <laughs> and when things are an even playing field, they can they can function. But when they're ahead, right. they can't. Because they, they fold right. like lawn chairs under pressure. Yeah. And they can make that first fucking qualifying happen, but then it just falls apart during the race. You know what it is? Um, I've, I've already yeah. nailed this. I've already nailed this, Brian. Ferrari, they, you know, when you nail qualifying and you have like a good one, you're a, you're a shower. Mm. But when you got the race pace, you're a grower. Yes. That is and what it fucking, is. Yes. That is. I can't believe we've never said that before. <laughs> that, is a, that is a perfect analogy. That is perfect. The, the Ferraris, they come out like they come out of the cold shower looking respectable. Uh huh. You're like, they come out of the shower. You're like, this, this guy's got a nice dick. Yeah. But it only, it only but, goes a yeah. little, it only gets a little bit bigger after that. If it uh -huh. can even get hard. Yeah. If it can even yes, get hard. Right, right. And you know what your girlfriends love to tell you? If you have a girlfriend and, and you have a dick. Or you that, have a boyfriend to say, or anything. Or you or have anybody. a boyfriend. If you, if you fuck, um, if, 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 if your dick is being um, talked about, <laughs> often it's like they, they love to use, they love to describe your dick as it's being, it's the perfect size. It's the perfect <laughs> size. And it, and, well, there's a whole TikTok if she says, if it's the perfect size, that yeah. means it's small. <laughs> right. And what they also say is that, um, you know, like the, the big dicks, they don't they don't get hard. They don't stay hard like they have trouble staying hard. That's the complaint with, right. that it hurts. And it's like that they can't. And then if you got a tiny little dick, it could be hard for fucking hours. <laughs> Red Bull has a tiny little dick that can fuck all night because it only needs and, a, it only needs like one ounce of blood. Like one uh -huh. little, right. one little exactly. tease, one little, one to little this, Elizabeth right. Holmes pinprick of blood. And that thing is rock fucking hard. And it exactly. is fucking all night. <laughs> and and it, Ferrari is yeah. walking around with a fucking swinging, <laughs> veiny, dick. red dick. <laughs> and the blood can't fucking circulate. And so there's hydraulics <laughs> issues. Then all of a sudden, the engine's blowing out. Well, there was and, a porn star, uh, John C. Holmes, that they were like, he was never fully hard because it was just so big. Right. You know, and uh, because it yeah, take, I mean, cause he'd pass out yeah. if, it, if, it, if it fully got hard. Right, and maybe right. that's if, what if happened. Filled... Maybe it fully gets hard, and then it mm -hmm. passes out, and then, he pa and then the car right. passes out because the dick's And you know big. what, when they're... What, and they're and they're being forced and they're trying to make up for with these with these Red Bulls. They're trying to keep up with the Red Bulls. They're trying to get that straight line speed and they're trying to punch above not their weight class, but they're trying to run a marathon when they're a sprint runner. You know what I'm saying? Like they're trying to keep up that pace and they yep. can't do it. And then all of a sudden, all the blood's rushing to the big red cock and then the brain has no functioning. The brain ceases to be able to function. They cease to be able to think about strategy or, you mm -hmm. know, any of that shit. Wow. Why are right. we geniuses? That was so good. Wow. God damn it. Wow. Oh. Fuck. 
God damn Should we just end the podcast right now? (laughs) All right, Vankas. Until next time, later, Vankas. I mean, we're literally not going to beat it. We're literally not going to beat beat it. So you know what? Just turn off the episode right fucking now. We'll keep going. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's it. it. Right that's it. That's the best. That's the best. That's the best you're gonna fucking get. Best we're gonna okay? do. That was our. That was our purple lap. Like we that's did. Our, right. We just. We just gonna fucking bring the car in, p- throw everything down. No, we are not yeah, gonna yeah. beat that. That's the best we're gonna do. Yeah. Um. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, so before we get yeah, into dude. the race, yeah. yeah wait. No. Wait. I want to talk a little bit more about 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 um Ferrari. Oh no. Maybe we can get. <laughs> I got we, a couple we, more grower and shower things. Well, the the only thing that I wanted to say about Ferrari is that they did make this like kind of questionable, but I was into it strategy decision to come in at the first yellow flag and pit Charles and put him on new tires, and I was really horny for that. I was horny for it. Yeah, I really liked it. Was good, it. it was a good that idea. Felt like a, that felt like a, like a Red, Red Bull, Bull move. choice. Well, that was a yes. Red Bull move. Well, this is this is the this is the thing though. Is they yeah. knew there was going to be more caution. Max was going to catch him. Uh, well, the, well, okay. they all they also they, they also knew that Max was going to catch him. Max was gaining on him. So really, it was actually like a, a bottom, uh, like a like a second, like a move that you're making when you're in a disadvantage as opposed to. Mm-hmm. When you're an advantage, they fuck up when they have right. the advantage. When you have a disadvantage mm-hmm. and you could kind of admit to yourself that you then you could start taking more risks. So they took a risk. Right. And. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he was going to catch him. I mean, he was picking up. They knew that this was a Red Bull track. And I mean, not necessarily, was, was it? Yes. Not not for, for qualifying, this, but, clearly. Right. But, the, but but as we've seen time and time again. The Ferraris can qualify really well, but especially on these high-speed, long, straight tracks, those are tracks that are better suited for Red Bull. And I think, but that, it's like, also got Charles a lot of low-speed parts. It's 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 a crazy track with lots of it's a diverse. It is a crazy track, track but that but that that straight is right. undeniable. <laughs> and that straight, if you have 15 kilometers per hour advantage, then you know, put that 50 times over, it's just going to be over for you, hoes. Right. So, um, but I was really horny for it, and I was hoping to see how it was going to turn out, and I was really hoping against hope that it was going to, like, go in their favor, and I didn't even get a chance to see it. I didn't even get a chance to see if that risk was going to pay off, and I was going to be really horny for it. Mm. But instead, Mattia Bonotto, I mean, he's got some splaining to do. (laughs) <laughs> he's got some explaining to because he's an engine guy. Like he, that's his, that's his domain. That's like the sandbox that he's played in for his whole career. And I think he posts. He, he said Jenny. Jenny said this on the Twitter, but <laughs> there's a headline on Sky Sports. Mattia Bonotto not too concerned by Ferrari performance. And Jenny tweeted, "I want whatever he's on." #BakuGP. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, not too concerned. Like, what is going on, my guy? You're not yeah. too concerned with the performance of the engines that you missed half the races last year to fucking develop. And then, and then there's a, and then there's a Haas engine blowing out, and then there's a fucking Alfa Romeo engine blowing out. Like, what are what what are we talking about? What are we talking about, Mattia Bonotto? Clearly, he's um practicing some sort of eastern philosophy where he can rise above this shit so i'm happy for him but uh, i'm a bit shocked at the at the loyalty to him that they've shown 
And it'll be interesting yeah. to see what happens. I mean, he's been there for a while. I I, I understand that he's worked worked his way up, but like when you're head when you're head honcho, you know they had one good season. They had one good season, mm-hmm. which is 2019, which is the season they cheated. Right. They were so they, like they had a great season in 2019, which they which they were they were cheating. Yes. <laughs> so and like, now they're having they had a great start, and now it's going to look that it's it's in certain ways it looks horrible for Ferrari. That they started so hot, and now maybe this this thing is really slipping out. Is of their he in hands. the hot seat, Brian? I mean, not necessarily yet, because it's still early. Like it's early days of the season. Like we're still not even at double digit race. We're not even halfway through. But it's not early in his tenure there. Of course, and this is kind of like his shot. I th- here's what I think. It, like if it doesn't happen this year, which it seems like it might not happen. That's maybe okay, but if it doesn't happen next year, I think there's gonna be, it, like that's it. Because they gave him two shots, they give they get they gave him two regulations to do. So he got the first one, mm-hmm. which he didn't get. He didn't nail that mm-hmm. one. The right. the the hybrid era, he didn't nail that. Right. And then, mm-hmm. and now they have this era, which it seems like it was an improvement. Although, is it an improvement if they? <laughs> If their reliability issues force them to lose to fucking Mercedes or McLaren, because that's what's right. on the table right now. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what's on the table. George Russell's like 19 points behind Charles Leclerc. Um, I mean, the Mercedes might win the get third place in the championship. If, if yeah, because they're because that's the thing about the Mercedes is the Mercedes agent mm-hmm. is finishing every race, and. Lewis and George are just banking points every race. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm concerned for Bonotto. I mean, he's just got an iconic look that I think we would miss. Of course. On the paddock. Well, even, the if paddock. He, even if he leaves, I don't think he leaves Ferrari. I think he stays in Ferrari, but I just don't know if he's team principal. So he, he started being team principal in 20, 2019 was his first year. Yeah. That was his first year as team principal. I mean, he was working there before that. I mean, he worked for sh- he was there with Schumacher. Oh. He's he's a company man. Oh, his first year was 2019. Okay, so that wasn't that as, was, that's not fair to him actually. This is his first real shake at it. Right. So, but okay. I mean, he was involved. He was involved with the team for the. He was still at Ferrari when the the regs changed the last time. Right, but you he know, wasn't in charge. With, didn't didn't of all course, go of to, course. But he was a technically senior guy. So right. And it the, feels like he maybe has yeah not the, no matter what this has still been a good year for Ferrari they've you know at least touched the rim but <laughs> you know next year if it I feel like if it doesn't happen this year it doesn't happen next year it's it's gonna be fucking hot for Matteo Bonotto okay well you know what I he has he has a look on his face though that's like mm-hmm. I'm in over my head I don't know his butt because because there was a coach on the yeah. Giants McAdoo. Mm-hmm. And it would like every time it cut to him, he had this face where it was mm-hmm. like, I'm in over my head. And then he would like look at his mm-hmm. diner menu of plays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's yeah, like yeah. the answer's not in the fucking menu. Okay, bro. Right. He's like, hmm, maybe right. the answer to the fucking three picks <laughs> and the fucking yeah. blown coverages is in this diner menu. It's like, and then he would, it's like, it's just sort of a hapless look. Mm-hmm. Like Christian never looks hapless. He looks concerned. He looks frustrated. He looks like right. Toto will look dejected. But like Bonotto's like kind of has this. Oh my! Oh my God! I I can't believe I'm here. Sometimes I don't know. Right. 
I want to talk a little bit about Toto. Toto's been um, Toto's. It's interesting because it's like I know the Mercedes having a bad year relative to the Mercedes success, but they're still having like a decent year. They're still finishing. They're they're the standalone third best team, which is of course not where they want to be. But sometimes the way that Toto talks about the car and what's happening is it's he's so expressive of how shitty the car is that it's there I, something about it reads weird to me. He's in hell right now. No, he's in hell. He's in literal hell because why is he in hell? Because they're third, which is might as well be like last place for them. Right. If you they, ain't they, first, you're last. You know, they are they are they are in such pain. Third is they're not even competing with Red Bull. Lewis is losing to George, which is also just sucks. It's a shitty and <laughs> and then Toto has to get on to the Toto has to have literally a personality disorder on the radios. He's got to get right. on with George being like great finish George, amazing result, Mr. Reliable, incredible performance. You do a great job. And then he gets to within seconds he then has to get on and then go Lewis, this is unacceptable. We're so sorry. This is like terrible. We cannot believe what what you know. How could anybody drive this car? Like he's gotta like that's gotta like right. It's like it's like cheat. It's like when you cheat on someone, and you're like living a double life. That like corrodes right. at your fucking soul. You know. <laughs> yeah. And he's telling George like you're fucking crushing it right now. This is a this is going great. And he says Lewis like this is a catastrophe. You know, so it's kind of crazy. Like he's got to, and he's got to be really like buoyant for George, and really like yeah. just, just, just self-flagellating for Lewis, right? And it's kind of, I, it's, it's, um, there was a great shot of him on the pit wall. He looked like he was in physical pain. Yeah. Well, he, and the reason he's really doing that is it's, it's just because of Lewis. Like, if there's two rookies on that team or two young guys, you know, two young guns on that team, he doesn't have to – he can just say, great race, great race. They get the result they got today, they would just tell them both, great race, same feedback. But because he has to deal – because there's Lewis, he has to tell George one thing and then he has to – and then he has to grovel No, but third is unacceptable. They need to be fighting for first. Like, yes, uh, yes and no. I don't know. It's like for, fucking Ferrari's been fighting for third for, you know, the last seven years. Yeah, but they've been, like, not – they've been – they haven't won a championship since 2007. I understand, but they're still, like – you know, if if the big whales of Formula One are still Ferrari, Mercedes, and Red Bull, and then McLaren's just underneath them in terms of just, like, spending, in terms of, like, budgeting, it's not just always a given that the three are just – I mean, they're more comp- competing for race wins. It's true that, like, Mercedes is that third, but they're not competing for race wins. Like, they're lucky if they get on the podium. They need both the fucking Ferraris to cash out, and then George can get on a podium. Yeah. But I'm just annoyed at how – this this was annoying to me. That Toto – that they're perf- they're talking about the hell that they're in, but they're still finishing third. I It's hell. That's what's it's annoying. Hell. That's annoying. It's hell, Brian. It, it's Brian, relative. Brian, it's hell Brian, relative. Brian, it's, if, no, 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 no. It's not hell. It's it not is hell. hell. You know why? 
No, it's not hell because fucking Haas and fucking Alfa Romeo and McLaren would be like jumping for joy if they were the outright third fucking place. Obviously, but that's but, not how being a human that's not how humans work, Brian. But I get some pleasure out of it. it, it feels, <laughs> it's like Shit's Creek. It's Shit's Creek. So it's a anno- it's like a bit annoying. It's like when a rich person's like we had to wait for hours. Yeah. We had to wait for hours for my private jet to arrive. You know what right. I mean? It's like right. they're complaining about riches. Like they're still third and they're talking as if they're in last. And that's annoying to me. What else is annoying to me is like George. It's Ru- tone deaf. It's tone deaf. Well, what's also kind of annoying is like they're do- like it's really, you know, Lewis was having back pain and that sucks. And I feel sorry for him. But like right. George Russell and a bunch of people talking about like the dangers of porpoising and like how the FIA mm-hmm. needs to step in. And Christian was like. Christian just stepped right up and said, "No, you could you could fix your uh-huh. porpoising right now. You could just make your car slower." Right, 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 right. Like, like there's a whole question of like whether the FIA yes. should like mm-hmm. fix it so everybody has to change their car so that nobody porpoises. Right. And Christian's just like, right. Christian's like, you really feel sorry for Lewis's back. Just slow his car down, and then he can right. be fine. Just raise the rear. Just put the rake in. Yeah, just just lift the car up, but then you'll be slower. So it's just like right. And George George has been the poster boy of like this is really dangerous. Like right. you know we're going <laughs> two hundred three hundred kilometers an hour, and like I could barely see in the braking zones. Like you look like you're seeing pretty well, dude. You're you're getting some great results, but um, right. <laughs> it's like we could get hurt out there. There's a lot of people performing. It what it feels like. There's a lot of people saying a bunch of stuff for Lewis's sake. No, but it's not even well. But the car is bouncing to shit. I, I like it's clear that that car is a pain in the ass to drive. Quite literally, it's a pain in the ass to drive quickly. Right. But they're still getting good results. I mean, they're R- fucking right third and because they, because they're because they're saying fuck it if he can live with it. Right. Because it's it's faster with the porpoising than without it. Yes. So because they're competitors, because they play, because they're macho and right. they want to win, mm-hmm. they're dealing with the porpoising. But that's their choice, right? Right. And that's right. Christian's point, which is like they're so concerned about their safety, they can they can just make their car a little bit s- slower. Like right. we don't have that problem. Other cars don't have that problem. Mm-hmm. Right. So you're gonna change all of our cars to make it so that the Mercedes car doesn't porpoise anymore, and you're gonna slow us down because Mercedes they can just li- fucking lift the rear, lift yeah. that fucking rear. Coming forth then. Sorry. Right. Um. Right. This was a slutty week though. Let's talk about the week. Let's talk about the drama behind we'll the race. The but the race was, you know, whatever. But yeah, yeah. Nico Rosberg unvaccinated allegedly that's why he's not (laughs) on the grid that's why he's doing his shit from home which is just that's why that's why in monaco he was on the in the harbor in the harbor like away from (laughs) away he wasn't on he wasn't walking on the grid he wasn't doing the grid walk he wasn't there with with the other you know sky tv people he was (laughs) With the boats in the in the with the breezy air, getting his fucking <laughs> cove, unvaccinated breath away from people. 
Maybe he was immunized, but he was immunized, perhaps, but not vaccinated. But uh, right, for, right, right. for, for yeah. the football fans out there, he's that's right. He's he's on that Aaron Rodgers. Nico Rosberg is the Aaron Rodgers of Formula One. <laughs> but just um, out here being like, no, I'm good for it. I'm good for it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that was crazy, and just makes him just adds to my feeling that he might that he's the sketchiest man alive. And like, what did he whisper <laughs> into Lewis's ear? in 2016 <laughs> that just shook him to his core and that right. he is just a little bit he's just a little bit different and they're like you won't be let on the paddock you won't be able to do your job unless you're vaccinated he's like that's fine i'll just be in my little sim rig showing people how to do corners right. in my fucking <laughs> incel machine well, he's like this anomaly like he's this like weird it's like he quits formula one and then spends all of his time talking about formula one and being around the races and and working the same schedule as he did when he was a driver because he was like i'm just i have a family now well it's the same it's like every nfl coach that's like quits because he wants to spend more time with his family and then he's like he spends like three <laughs> seconds with his teenage kids and he's like you know what i'm actually i'm actually accepting a job in minnesota so <laughs> yeah it's roman grosjean yeah <laughs> shout out okay you know you can't see this if you're just listening to the audio but matt and i are wearing dhl andretti racing hats signed by fucking michael andretti and roman grosjean yeah. shout out to our sponsor flags for good michael of flags for good who hooked this up he was at indy and he got these hats signed for us, so we're both wearing them on the pod. Yeah, hope hope, hope um, man's recovering nicely from his n fucking 900 mile per hour smash into the fucking wall at Indy. So anyway, I, I think he's doing okay. Some things never okay. change. So um, some things never change. So Nico Rosberg, unvaxxed, uh -huh. unvaxxed, living his right. best life. Uh, <laughs> I've a Mecton King. Uh, um, there's kind of some speculation of like. You know, because Checo signed that new deal, mm -hmm. which oh, he leaked. Yeah, we have to talk about this, yeah. Which he leaked, yes. yeah, yeah, which yeah, was yeah. hilariously leaked. He, he after he won, he was like, "I should have waited to sign." But uh, Helmut Marco was talking about how it kind of puts them in a weird position with Pierre Gasly. Like, what are they going to do with it? Right. Because mm -hmm. Pierre Gasly's, they have him through twenty twenty three, mm -hmm. and whether he would go to. Like, where would he go? And there's, like, rumors that he could go to McLaren. Gasly could replace right. Ricardo at McLaren. Mm -hmm. And it's just kind of interesting that they signed Perez to this two-year deal because they have this whole driver's development. They have a whole second team. And right. then <laughs> they don't if care. you sign – no, I know, but it's just, like, it, it's a – they have a whole pipeline of drivers that are just stuck. Right. Yes, yes. They just have all these human beings that are just stuck mm -hmm. now that will yeah. never get a shot at Formula One because Yuki and Gasly are now stuck. And there's a log right. jam now. Mm -hmm. And it and, and it's like they have they've yeah. groomed these kids for <laughs> that's a bad term now, but they've groomed these kids <laughs> for years. Uh-huh. And now they they realize, oh wait, we could just like pay a guy. From from free, right. get a guy a free agency, and yes. maybe that's actually cheaper in the long term than like having like like picking these younglings out like like samurai like 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 Jedi, <laughs> and recruiting them from well, youth. 
Yeah, I mean, being in the Red Bull Junior program at this moment is like being at the DMV, and you're just waiting there for your <laughs> fucking ticket to be called. <laughs> right. And meanwhile, and meanwhile, Checo is just like at the counter, just like charming the the you know the wor- you know the person working at the DMV, just like hey, it's this awesome. Yeah. Why don't you show me around. <laughs> They're all waiting. I've been, I've been waiting for years for this shit. Yeah. yeah I mean, like, what's the? At some, at some point, I'm like, what's what the is point? the point of this? What's the point? Well, Max was yeah, the, the point. point. Is that Max was yeah, the point. Max is the point exactly. And, Max and Daniel Ricardo was the point, and Vettel was the point. Right. So you do. Yep. It, it, it's a, so they're willing to just throw away human beings to get to a Max, get to a Ricardo, get mm-hmm. to a Vettel. But now this right. Perez thing, it completely undermines what they're doing, and and um, because he's the best second driver they've fucking ever had. Now. No, he's 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 crushing. It. And. Um, and, and though I was I was bummed that he didn't win today. I wanted him to win. Well, when he bad. when he got that was the best part of the race when he got the when yeah. he got the when he got uh, he got the Charles, drop on Charles on, on Chuck. But yeah. um, mm-hmm. and uh, it's really interesting because we we talked to Blake or Blake. You know, they talked yep. about this is a great example of how like car styles and driving styles can change the game. What we're seeing yes. with Ricardo is really dramatic. But what's going on with uh, Daniel, uh, Max, and P- and uh, Perez is more interesting, which is like Max was – so the last year's car was like way to – like really played to Max's strengths and mm-hmm. didn't play to and, – and didn't play to any of Sergio's strengths, and there was a big gap. Mm-hmm. Now the gap's tightened up. Mm-hmm. Because Max well, – we've learned from talking to Blake and – listening to smarter people than we are is that is that max drives the front of the car mm-hmm. and and um perez drives at the back of the car and that these new cars are very temperamental with their tires so mm-hmm. the tire being being a tire whisperer like perez is it speaks to his strengths so max so max's strengths are not being ma- maximized and perez's strengths right. are and you want to know something? I've, I've also thought of an analogy for this. Okay. I was with a mutual friend of ours. Mm-hmm. I'll name him Tony. I was with okay. Tony. Yes. And I was with him. I was in his car. I was in his big Jeep. And there was a tight spot. He pulled up. Mm-hmm. And he's in this tight little street. He's in a tough place to park. And he just fucking, mm-hmm. he just backed in. He just nailed it. He just <laughs> nailed the parking mm-hmm. job. Mm-hmm. And I said, Tony, that was like a dope. You just fucking crushed that one move. And he goes, I think I'm good at parking because I'm a bottom. <laughs> he's okay. gay. Our friend Tony's gay. Yeah, yeah. And he's and right. he's like, because I think with my ass, you know, I'm I'm re Tony thinks with his oh. rear. Oh wow. He just thinks bottoms oh. are good at parking. Fuck yeah, dude. Fuck you. And are Max coming is a in top. Hot. Yes. Max is a top. Max. So and and what what are what do bottoms have to do? Bottoms have to maintain their rears. They have to think about what they uh-huh. eat. They have right. to they tire whisperers, right? So Max yep. is a top. Yep. Max is like just thinking with his dick, being aggressive, eating greasy food, not right. taking care of that GI tract. Where Perez right. eating high fiber, drinking a lot of water, doing everything that bottoms need to do. And now that we have a bottom car, Perez can mm-hmm. you know. Max is being forced to bottom. Max is not really verse, mm-hmm. but he, but 
but he'll right. do it. He's not as good at bottoming as he is as topping. Right. Fuck yeah, dude. I fucking I thought that was pretty good. That's really good. And and Daniel Ricardo <laughs> is like is uh, you know, he's a top who's now being forced to be a bottom. Yes. And he's struggling. He's, he's struggling, struggling to bottom. Cuz if you dry with if you oversteer is dick and understeer is ass. Steer is bottom. It's bottom. Fuck yeah, dude. I mean, what other? I mean, like, what more do you? I didn't think we could like gay cultural reference. Can we make? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Vankas, that's it for us. That's two. That's two. That's two. I mean, unfucking un believable. Unfucking believable. I mean, that's so we weird. are flying right now. Um, we are on. So, flying by the last. way, so so speaking of gas, speaking Happy of Pride Month. Happy Pride Month. Happy Pride Month. Happy Pride Month. <laughs> Yes! Shout out, Happy Pride Mouth. It was also I, uh, uh, on Uber right now. <laughs> on Uber yeah. Eats, there is in New York for Pride Month. There is yeah, a you... um, bottom friendly menu. Yes. Have you seen this? Yeah. Yes, because you got to maintain with, those tires. You got to you got to maintain those tires. You got to maintain Checo that rear. Got to maintain those tires. Yes. But you know what? But but hold on. Hold he's on. douching. Today he he's it. doing. He's taking baths. He's doing the whole shebang. bang. He's doing the he's doing the whole fucking thing, but here's the thing: today, today he wasn't. Today he didn't take care of his tires. He got fucked today because his tires were fucked. That's what happened. Today, Max was the better bottom than Perez. Well, Perez did an overtake that fucked his tires. That's kind of what happened with that. Apparently, the for, uh, what on the first the, on the, the first for, thing because those turn? tires those tires are not warmed up, so you could fuck them quickly. That's that's right. allegedly what happened. Yeah, okay, tires, okay, but that's he didn't have time. He didn't. He had to fuck, and he didn't have time to do. She didn't mm -hmm. have time to do all the things that he likes to do. Right. As the right, he didn't have time for that. He just had. Right. To, he just he met some guy at a bar, and that's it. He didn't have to, right. to prep. Not not mm -hmm. not not the other prep. Uh, this is getting confusing. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah, yeah. um. <laughs> You guys know what I'm fucking mean. Okay, so, <laughs> so basically, that. But they're saying that it might be tough for Gasly to move to um, McLaren because right. apparently that exit thing that Zach Brown was talking about—that's only uh -huh. on Ricardo's end, which is so fun. Like only Ricardo has the interesting. Out. So interesting. they're probably stuck with him, right? Because Ricardo is going to be like, I'm very happy with my situation at McLaren. Thought something where Daniel's being interviewed and they asked him about that that uh, situation. Yeah. They were like, there's been a lot of like upheaval, whatever. And he's kind of doing the classic where he's like smiling through the pain of it. But he was also like, <laughs> he was like, no, they're like, can you can you confirm anything for us? And he was like, well, no, I'm contracted to through 2023. Like that's what's <laughs> on paper. That's what's on paper. No, no prenup, no prenup, McLaren. You did not sign a prenup, so I'm right. coming for the house. <laughs> well, the thing is, when Daniel comes in, it's like he had clout. Like he had when you come in as that driver, right? If you're hot shit coming into a team, then you kind of get to set the terms. And there's like minimums that you have to reach and shit like that. But if like if you're hot shit, you're like, don't make me fucking hit some crazy high minimum. Like the minimum is gonna be is gonna be low. Um, but he was basically like, yeah, 
I'm staying because that's what's on paper. But he's like, but I want everyone to be happy. Like, I want <laughs> us all to be happy. Well, they, they, I mean, there is a scenario where they just pay him a shitload of money and he leaves. Right. Like, yeah. Like, they could pay him. And like, the reality is that if, if he doesn't, if they are out on him, is he going to put himself through another year of torture? Like, if, if it feels like he already, like, he was at Red Bull and they wanted him there and he didn't want to be there because left. they were favoring Max. So. What's this going to look like? Daniel beat Lando today. And there was there was some pretty interesting radios where at, at one point when uh, Lando was ahead of Daniel and Daniel was complaining on the radio, like he's holding me up, he's holding me up, he's holding me up. Right. And they kind of they gave a kind of bullshit excuse as to why they were doing that, because they were like, he's he's doing the overcut. He's pulling the overcut on Vettel. But then right. they brought him in and he didn't do the overcut and he didn't even it wasn't even close. <laughs> They're like we're doing the overcut, and then like he he tr- tried to do it, and it was like he did not pull off the overcut. Like it did not it did not work. Right. So then at the end of the race, that was that great. Did you that you catch of course that great <laughs> of course radio of course where um, Lando <laughs> he was asking like can I race Daniel? You know, the, and- Daniel Ricardo went down on Lando earlier in the race, and then Dan and then right. and then Lando didn't want to go down on Daniel. It's a, <laughs> exactly. That's what happened. And and Lando's excuse was like that was different. That was like that was not <laughs> totally that different was, situation. Like you know what it was because he was like he was like that was for strategy. Like he liked it. Like he liked <laughs> it. Like, he, that was good for him too. Like he wasn't just doing me a favor. Like it's like if <laughs> he was so comp- convincing though, I was I bought it. Yeah, yeah. Like your partner's like I love going down on you. Like I love it. It's, it's like it's so hot for me. Eh. And you're like cool. Then like guess like you're. This is equally as good for you, too. <laughs> it's like, not really. Not really. It was, we, had the, we had the footage of him like going around a tight chicane as he's like... Yeah, yeah. That, that's like amazing that he could make such a fucking well-stated argument as he's going 200 miles an hour. He goes, well, that was for position. This is for race position. No, he goes, that was for strategy. This is for race yeah. position. This is a completely different scenario. And he said it so calmly and like, like he was in a court of law. And like, isn't it obvious? Right. And I was like, what a right. what a what a fucking G. Just like I love him. Uh, he's the fucking best. But I he he did he posted he um Lando did he posted on Instagram. I think you know he's been feeling the heat. Ricardo's been getting some heat. And he posted a picture after the race, because you know, there was some, you know, tension on the on the radio. But he posted a picture of the two of them being fucking like cute. Them being like cheesy and cute. With the caption, always pushing to the limit, but we got the points and won't stop going until we're at the top. And McLaren commented, our boys, long season ahead, we can do this. <laughs> he, can, he's, he can afford that. It's like 900 points ahead. Um, but um, but there's, a, there's a concerted effort. McLaren is, is sending uh, uh, public love towards Danny. They're sending public love towards Danny. He had a good and race. I've been finding myself rooting for him. I've really, I've been finding myself really rooting for him in qualifying. I was really hoping that he was going to beat Lando, just because like it's we talk shit about Dr. But like it's because I want I put my I put my heart. He was the first person I gave my heart away to. Because we care. And I just because we care. Because we care. And that's what you have to know about being friends with Matt and me. Um, 
which um, <laughs> one of our friends doesn't seem to understand. Um, yeah, and doesn't listen to the pod, so we're we're good. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we're good. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, um, the, oh, we have to talk about what the else? sluttiest. We so we got Mick. The rumors are Mick could go to Aston. Oh my god! Which just makes me sad. Which just makes me sad. It's like you mm-hmm. like ordinarily he would lose his seat. He would just be out <laughs> of the sport. <laughs> Yeah, but because Lance, because Aston Martin wants a, a running mate that's not too good, that's mm-hmm. not going to make Lance Stroll look bad, and brings a lot of yeah. sponsorship money, Mick's mm-hmm. going to stay in the sport, right? Because it's like it's like we've reached some sort of singularity with fucking nepotism, where <laughs> Lance Stroll is going to hire Mick Schumacher. It's like it's like if you have a scale, it's like where you get like a miniature fucking ruler so your dick looks bigger or something. Like it's crazy. <laughs> we're in a we're yeah. in a crazy world right now with with right. anyway. So that just upset me. But the craziest thing that I think that happened this week, and I know it's we're peppering in the race, so fuck you. Um yeah. <laughs> was we gotta get into Ben's uh the FIA president. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This was crazy. So let's read what he uh, what let's read he, what he, uh, what he, he said. I I got it. He he okay, he basically did the he said he basically did the shut up and dribble. <laughs> but in his case, yeah. shut up and drive, 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 drive. <laughs> and shut up and drive, drive. Who sang that song? <laughs> anyway. Uh-huh. You got the key. Anyway, he said Nikki Lauda and Alan Pross only cared about driving. Now Vettel drives a rainbow bicycle. Lewis is passionate about human rights. And Norris addresses mental health. Okay. So this is the most one of the most insane things I've ever seen. Crazy. Because... First of all, he's the FIA president. Like he's not even he's he's like the regulatory body of like yeah the what goes on on the track. Mm-hmm. Like he's not even that's not even the FIA and the F one. I've learned are like two separate entities that work together. And the FIA, mm-hmm. you're just like the Michael Masseys and the like. Just fucking regulate the tracks. You actually should shut up and draw. You're mm-hmm. not even following your own advice. Hmm. Which is like, you're getting political. <laughs> you're getting political right now. Why don't you, right. if you're following your own advice, you should just stick to being like, well, like Latifi was fucking not letting fuckface through under blue flags. That's your job. Stick to that. Right. But anyway. Yeah. Also, also, these controversial things, such as, because here's the thing. Here's the thing is we are all okay with people saying their opinions publicly like when 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 our favorite athletes say, take a political stance and we agree with it we always love it mm-hmm. we only tell an athlete or somebody to shut up and dribble when they say something we don't agree with that's just right. facts like right when lebron james or one of my a- favorite athletes says something that i agree with i'm like you go you go king mm-hmm. but like when aaron Rodgers is like i'm immunized not fact i'm like shut the fuck up just throw the goddamn football <laughs> so we're total so we're total hypocrites right. we're total hypocrites right. so when someone tells right. someone to shut yeah, up when, and when dribble, kyrie irving when, 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 yeah, when right. kyrie irving yeah. exactly 
Right. So, so when you tell someone to shut up and dribble over something they say, you're kind of outing yourself. And what are they doing? Yeah. I mean, he's like Lewis with his human rights. I mean, <laughs> Lando Norris with his mental health. Like these aren't even controversial subjects. Right. Like, it's, it's like it's so crazy. For it was interesting because it's like for him to go after Vettel and um, and Lewis. It just makes a little bit more sense because they're like actively talking about their organization. Like they're organized. Lando's right. just like admitting that he's depressed. <laughs> and he's like, hey, what's what what the fuck are you doing, dude? That's what like he's like he's like, Lando, what like what you're getting political now? Lando's like, yeah. No, I just kinda get sad sometimes, so you know what I mean? <laughs> and I think it's good to admit that people hurt and like not bottle not bottle it in. I mean, right, no, it, it has like it has a, 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 a good effect after the fact, but I don't know how much Lando is like. And here I am taking on the mental health for, for the. But for even the if he was, like, even if he was the Kevin Love, of course, even if he was course, the Kevin right. Love, like Kevin Love is big. Exactly. Like I've been depressed. You yes. know, we're on the road a lot. I had panic attacks. Yeah. Like here's my struggles Stress. with my mental health. He's written right. op eds about. He's written right, 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 right. That's yeah. his. That's his like corner, and nobody yeah. is like. I mean, certain things that athletes <laughs> take stances on, they shouldn't be right. controversial, but they are, right? And right. <laughs> human rights <laughs> is, and mental health, I guess right. some people, you know, I guess gay rights is controversial, unfortunately. But <laughs> right. and, but uh, it's fucking nuts. And you're outing yourself. Right. And, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, but uh, I hate to say, I hate to say about, you know, he does the rainbow bicycle, but uh, the yellows have been coming out for fucking Vettel a lot more than the other colors, unfortunately. So, which we'll get to. <laughs> you had a good which... race today. You got a good race today. You had a good race today. All right, let's get. Uh, should we get into the race? We're, yeah, I guess we're we'll fifteen get into minutes the... in. Yeah, no. We're... <laughs> I mean, we've talked a little bit about that. We talked a little bit about. It. We we covered Red Bull. We've covered fucking. fucking All right, qualifying Ferrari. was actually quite interesting because of, um, yep. you know, Perez out qualified him. Vettel 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 qualified well. Ocon was out in Q2, which made me fucking rock hard. Although I still feel uh-huh. like he got lucky later because Alonso got caught in traffic in the race. But Alonso bodied him today. Alonso had a good race. Um, Lance Stroll had two. Lance Stroll fucking double crashed. <laughs> he fucked Botas. That was that was crazy. He had a double crash. That, it was crazy because the first one you're like, okay. Yeah, it wasn't even that bad. He just goes into the fucking soft barriers and he backs out and he goes. But he locked the fuck up. Where you're like, you know that those tires are flat spotted. So you're like, yeah. and they even say it on the on the broadcast. They're like, he has enough time. He'll just go back to the pits, yeah. get new tires. And then he's like, nah, fuck that, and putting in another flying lap. And within like 90 seconds, <laughs> he's completely shunted into the wall. And it was like you. You can't write this shit. Yeah. You can't write it. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Yeah. Crazy. The two I mean, it was like you make it so it's it, you he just makes the fruit go lower and lower and lower and lower and lower and I'm like, "Oh, look, here here is the lowest hanging of the fruit. What are you doing, my guy?" But but what's awesome, but what's amazing is you have you have someone getting like yellow flags by accident, like Lance Stroll. Uh-huh. On the other end right. of the spectrum, you have the evil genius Alonzo. Yellow flagging yes. on purpose, slowing the shit down on purpose, <laughs> mm-hmm. like Mystical shake shaking yeah. his ass, backing that shit the fuck up. 
to try to ruin other people's quality times. And Albon was so pissed. I mean, yes. Albon is doctor. Uh, Alonso's doctor evil, is what he is. Yeah. He's an evil fucking genius. Yeah. He's so mal- he's so evil. Anyway, I loved that. And you know what I loved about that? I was thinking about that because it's like people who are mad at that feel like Formula One is fair. Right. But Formula One is not fair. Right. And it's not a meritocracy. So what Alonso is doing is just he's like playing the game. He's he is actually just like being present with what is actually fucking going on. He's the joker. He's the joker. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's about sending a message, yeah. right? What's that meme? Right. Yeah. Well, you um, know what he does is he makes his political statements on the track, which is crazy. Right. right. And mean, his political still, statements are, I want to win at all costs. That's his policy. No, but his when policy. he cut, when there was that dumb rule about how you could just, remember when he cut the chicane? I think it was in, what was it in Hungary? Uh-huh. Where was it? It was in France, I think. Okay. Remember when he just went, when he just cut a whole corner on the start mm-hmm. and avoided chaos? Just to make a mm-hmm. point, because there was no penalty to do it. Right, right. Like, right, he makes right. these little political statements. <laughs> and then he makes these statements about how stupid Monaco is when he drives around in basically a golf cart. Right. Just to, just to save his tires and fuck everybody else. <laughs> yeah, he's on one right now. He's yeah, just, he's like, just... fucking on one. Yeah. He's driving, he's driving like, such a little fuck <laughs> these last <laughs> few races. Like, he's such a little shit. He's such a little I, shit. It's like when you're in school and like your teacher, it's like your teacher gives some type of assignment and then you do it to the letter of the law. Like you do it exactly like over, you overdo exactly what they said and you make it worse for them. It's like, yeah. show your work. And then it's like, okay, can I have five more pieces of paper? Cause I just want to show my work. <laughs> <laughs> or like he when does. he figured out a flaw in a video game and just exploits it and you want to just right. kill them. Right. Yeah. He'd be, <laughs> He reads the rule book. He's like, oh, I can do this and I won't get penalty. Cool, I'll just do that and make everyone's lives a living hell. Also, uh, it was iconic when Max and um, when, when when Christian was saying like, oh, I don't care who wins the championship. It doesn't matter to me. Uh-huh. And then in Q3, when Perez got held back because he had problems and he didn't yep. get to be in front of Max, Max uh-huh. went on the radio and goes, why am I ahead? Uh-huh. Like, just so like yeah. why is Sergio Perez not like like throwing out the red carpet and like right. draping roses for me? Right. And well, uh, I, to be fair, I think what they do is they alternate who gets the toe every week. Oh. Uh, okay. So Well my fa- my feelings don't you care know. about your fucking facts. The entitle <laughs> the entitlement Absolutely. the entitlement in which he said it was was ludicrous. Um totally, totally. Here's what was interesting to me, and, and and I think this is the only part of 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 kind of note for me was, um, that there's this straight line speed on some some, some unlikely sources, that Alpine and Aston Martin have like some serious straight line speed, like that they yeah. were clocked with the, with the highest pace of anyone. They got some. Um, they yeah, I was thinking about that too. You know what I want. You know what I want more than anything else is one race that everybody just reaches into a hat and that's the car you get. Because mm. you know what I'm kind of dying to see? I'm kind of dying to see Max and Leclerc and an Aston Martin just to see where they'd put it. Right. I want to see I, – I, that's actually the only car because I feel like Alonzo's putting it – Alonzo and O'Connor are probably putting it right around where it can be. Right. Right. 
uh-huh. and Albon is probably putting it where it could be. Yeah. But I'm really curious as to where like a Charles or a Max or somebody like a top tier driver could put that Aston Martin because it seems quick. Vettel was doing some overtakes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> That's actually the only car I want to see a good guy in. Of course, no. It's going to be more fun to see a a bad guy in a great car. Like I want to see. Like... <laughs> I want to see Latifi in a Red Bull. Uh, exactly. I oh, want to see Latifi, oh, drive, Latifi drive a Red Bull. Latifi in a Red Bull would be. I think that would get a record audience. It Just, would be unbelievable. It would be so good because, like, I know that the, the car is king in Formula One, but Latifi to Red Bull, you know, would fucking fuck it up. No, <laughs> and the amount of pressure he'd be under. Yeah, I want to see Leclerc and Verstappen in a Haas against Latifi and Mick Schumacher in a Red Bull. And see what happens. Ugh. That is the flip side to that, is Latifi in a fucking Red Bull. <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. That, that, I, would have, I would love to have pay drivers just for that. If we could have that. Uh-huh. If we could just humiliate them on, on a bigger stage like that. Well, what we've said before is that like it's important to have context for these for for <laughs> sports like this. It's like, you know, in one of these races, you have like one of us in, uh, you know, my Ford, you know, a Ford Fiesta, just for context. <laughs> and like on a football field, you just get like some, you know, some guy who's like, "You guys fucking suck," and you just have him on the field right. for like three plays and just like see what he does. Um, and on right. some level, that's what. That's what Latifi is really there for because he provides that context for all context of what a great to see him in an actual fucking great car and still fuck it up. Um, Okay, let's do hottest one of the day, daddy of the day, red flag of the day. All right, hottest moment of the day. What you got? Mm. Hottest moment of the day. Kind of torn between probably Vettel spin like his 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 fucking mm-hmm. one eighty degree. That was sick. Yeah, it was so fast. It was so. It was like obviously he fucked up and got a yellow flag. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm really. I have really quick reflexes. I think. I'm really good at catching <laughs> things that fall because I'm so clumsy. I've gotten really good. Okay. Like I'm constantly uh-huh. knocking things over and catching them. Mm-hmm. Because I because I've I've grown up my whole life knocking things over, so I've gotten good at catching okay. them. And I feel like I've okay. w- we're watching a very mistake prone man getting really good at correcting himself. And I'm that was hot <laughs> to me. Uh huh. How about you? Um, hottest moment of the day, maybe Perez's start. Perez's Perez getting Charles at the at uh, on the fucking on sure. lights out and away sure. we go. Yeah, um, I think that, that was, was pretty fucking hot. Um, yeah, I'll say that. I'll say Perez okay. doing that. Daddy of the day. Daddy of the day. Who you got? I'll tell. I'll tell you. Who I got. I'll tell you. Who I got. Yes, yeah, pickle. Lewis Hamilton getting out of that car, holding oh, on to his with back the, with the fucking sciatica. <laughs> that was that was clearly it. That was it. The That's sciatica. the daddy of the day. 
<laughs> yeah, that was that was Daddy of the Day, unfortunately for him. <laughs> um, him just being like, oh, like, oh my God, it's a young man's game. <laughs> Danny Glover, <laughs> Danny Glover, and Lethal Weapon being like, I'm getting too old for this shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my dad after yeah. a road trip. He's got the cushion. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, the the way my dad sets up the car is, uh, I, I mean, abs- insane. I mean, the cushions, the thing. He paid so much extra so that his seat could massage him. Really? He has a fucking yeah. He's got a massager in the car. He's got like a Brookstone seat in the fucking car. Wow. Literally. I mean, the amount of extra that he because so he could so he could be nice and comfortable. Did he did he do it for all the seats or just that one? Technically the two front, but because I think it was like a pack. It was like you can't. It would be it would be psycho if it was just one. <laughs> yeah. I think you have to get them in both. It's like no no no. My wife doesn't need my wife doesn't need that. Shit. No, she's good. Honestly, she's she doesn't. Good. It's never used. It's never used. The passenger seat. I've used the. It's like it's kind of bizarre. It feels weird. Yeah. Who um, likes those chairs? Like fucking molesting you. But um, right, right. But uh, <laughs> no, my dad has a cushion that he has uh-huh. to bring to every restaurant, mm, and I cannot yeah, tell that's... you how many times yeah. we're three quarters of the way to the restaurant, right. and it's like fuck. Oh, I forgot the cushion. We got the cushion. Oh, that would make me so mad. I, that would make me got the cushion. So got to go back. Mad. We got the cushion. And then I remember one time right. we were in we were in Amsterdam, mm-hmm. and my mom. They left. We were waiting. We were waiting forever at the table. Yeah. And um, my mom was getting furious because we were not being waited on. And uh, (laughs) my mom was furious that we're not being waited on. And we were there for like half an hour. Just nobody. Mm -hmm. And and we're like, let's just go. Let's just go. And so we got up to leave. And my mom said something really bitchy to the like hostess, to the to, to the, the manager okay, yeah, of the yeah, place. Yeah. Like, thanks yeah, yeah. for serving us. Or like said something really right, bitchy. Right, right, right. Thanks for the thanks for the great service. Thanks thanks for the great <laughs> service. And then stomped <laughs> off. And I go, Mom, that was so unnecessary. And then of course my dad left the cushion at the place. Oh, so he had to go back. So my so so my mom's <laughs> like, I can't go back there. Uh huh. Matt, can you go back? And I'm like, Jesus. So I had to go to this woman, to this Dutch mm-hmm. woman who suddenly doesn't speak English. <laughs> and it's like, nah. And that cushion was gone. And we were in a foreign country gone. with no cushion. No fucking cushion. Hell. No cushion. Yeah, that's why you don't fucking, that's why you don't be rude to service workers. <laughs> you do not <laughs> why fuck you with people that fuck with your food. I said, Mom, you've had pounds of fucking. F- bodily fluid in your food at this point but uh but you made it but you but you told her but you told her my parents recently had covid yeah they were like stuck they were visiting my sister and uh and they got covid so then they're like at a hotel quarantining yeah um and my parents can be very particular with their old Jews from New York. The soup, they is, like the, the soup has to literally be hit with a flamethrower for my parents. <laughs> the <laughs> amount of times my father asked for the soup to be very hot. Very hot. <laughs> very hot. It's Make sure that hot. it's very hot. It's not hot. It's not hot. It's just not hot enough. <laughs> um, but this was like a rare, because I feel like usually it's my dad doing that, but this time it was my mom. I heard my mom in the background 
ordering the stuff. And it's like you're core, like you're stuck in the hotel room. You are dependent on this hotel to like bring you the food. Yeah. So like beggars can't be choosers yeah. here. Okay. Like you're gonna give what they give you. Like you're in jail now. Okay. <laughs> my mom's like <laughs> You know, she's like, and so toast with like with jam, but only on one side jam, on the other side butter, not together. On one side jam, the other side butter, and I just hear, and my, and my dad had this like moment of clarity where he was like, he was like, yeah, they're gonna fucking spit in our food. And I was like, yes, finally, finally, you see, finally, you see. Oh uh, my! What was that God. even a rant? Oh, that was. I was like, I was like, what is that even a riff on? Oh, because Lewis Daddy, is in the back. Because Lewis, Lewis is back. back and then <laughs> just, just, just. Uh, this is us unlocking just years of trauma. <laughs> okay, red flag of the day. Now this is a listen. This is red flag of the day, which means that this is a sponsored motherfucking segment, and we got to give it out for <laughs> flags for good. For sponsoring this segment, because we got a this isn't an ad, okay, you fucks. So don't skip ahead. So it's a segment, and this is Pride Month. It's so a buy, segment, it's and a, it's Pride Month. So go buy some fucking Pride flags on flagsforgood.com. Use the promo code Red Flags for ten percent off your first order, and do something with your fucking life. Stand yeah. for something. Don't be like, you know, you want to be like Sebastian Vettel or Lewis Hamilton. Or do you want to be like the FAA president and say, shut up and drive, 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 drive. Shut up and drive, 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 drive. Rihanna, that is a problematic thing that you wrote a song about. You're friends with Lewis Hamilton. You wrote a song called Shut Up and Drive. That's absolutely unacceptable. Thank you, Flags for Good, for sponsoring the pod and sponsoring this con. Buy a flag for gay pride or shame on you. Shame on That's you. That's right. And they're, they're a flag company that actually stands for something. They make woke flags, okay? get with the Be, be part of the solution, not part of the problem. All right. <laughs> but red flag of the day, who you got? Oh, so many to choose from. I know. I mean, the obvious, the, the, the fucking mainstream pop 40, top 40 answer would be Ferrari. Yeah. I mean, we've already said it, but clearly the biggest red flag of the day is f the Ferrari engine, the Ferrari power unit, all things fucking Ferrari. Red flag, you out the race. Take a lap. We'll see you next week. But who else is out there? Who else is out there being a fucking red flag? I mean, obviously it's it's Lance Stroll, just the double, right, the, right. double the double. Let's all finish five. Right. Yeah, and and he and he finished five laps. I think he DNF'd at the end of the day. I think he had a problem. He did DNF, but I think on the thing it said that it was like he had been lapped five times. Also, also, like, also, Latifi coming in last and having a like a ten second penalty, mm -hmm. because the guy had to push him because he was over the line, and the guy oh, pushed. No, yes. Latifi's <laughs> fucking red flag of the day. He fucking sets up over the over line the line. The mechanic pushes him back, and then he gets another penalty for not respect not respecting blue flags. He didn't re fucking respect the blue flags, which we fucking also did in Monaco and fucked up um, Charles. Why so, are Why I mean, are you not getting out of the way? Is whatever. It's like you're in last place. When you're in last place, and the blue little thing is he colorblind i don't know what's going on because he's missing the colors of these fucking flags because it's a blue flag which means get your fucking slow ass out of the way for the faster cars i get when you're in the when you're actually when you're getting lapped and you're in a competitive part of the field uh-huh but when you're in last just get out of the way yeah oh that being God. said damn if, 
if Fernando not being said if Fernando Alonso did it, I'd be like legend. Um <laughs> Yeah, but he actually he's actually like right. competing for He's something. never in that position. he's not in that position. And that's there's yeah. a reason that he's not. Um Okay. Oh wait, one thing we got before before we finish. And I know we we, we, we sometimes talk about doing radio of the day. <laughs> and on Twitter they do radio of the day, radio of the day. It was funny, Max and his engineer were kind of like joking about like their lap times. And they were kind of joking about like him potentially DNFing and and they're like just <laughs> yeah. like don't make jokes don't about that, dude. It. Like yeah. remember what happened last year? Like anything can happen. Like, come on. Yeah. Um but we also we have to talk about the the Yuki the, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well the, the Max Verstappen like should what are you thinking for this lap? Forty seven five, forty seven, like how, yeah. you know. It's like it's like what And the guy uh, yeah, the engineer said you want forty seven five and he goes uh, shouldn't we just do forty seven because it it might it might cool my tires and then his, his engineer was like you're right you're right yeah totally whatever whatever you want to do Max whatever you, you want to do Maxie yeah yeah um no the the craziest thing was like when Yuki's fucking back wing was split in half and and the announcers were horrified like they're like this is a hazard this could kill somebody yeah and then the they're like his race is there's like his race is over there is no yeah. way and i was sad because he was up there he was in the points right. maybe a yeah. place or two behind Gasly. he had a great weekend and uh and he's definitely got himself another like he's definitely gonna he's definitely earned himself totally. another year he's beating so. out Gasly this year yeah but they yeah they bring him in and then it's a, they bring and they in. bring him into the pits and it's just a full marx brothers movie I mean, it's just like yeah. a full vaudeville fucking like Pratt Falls. They got the duct tape out. They're ripping it and they're just duct taping his wing. And I just. It's I, amazing it was, that they duct tape. Whenever I have to fuck with tape, it takes me nine hours to like. And I, you know, when you split it, and you first uh -huh. you have to find the edge. Uh huh. Uh -huh. And then you, if, you, if it splits in half, it's like that shit's a nightmare. But anyway. I know. And they're, they're doing it with gloves probably. So. That was actually pretty impressive. But then Yuki goes, what is this? And then basically they said, shut up and drive, drive, drive. <laughs> They're like, get out go, there, they son. Go, get out there. And they go, and no DRS. <laughs> but they said to, and they, and they told Max, like, no DRS for the rest of the thing because Yuki's shit just blew the fuck up. And it's probably like the same system. I think he had problems in qualifying with it too. He, they still haven't figured that out, and it's no, like but you it don't even need it. it. Yeah, I mean, it's like how how are you guys still not getting the DRS to work? But yeah, I mean, after the yeah, Yuki it's like, thing, it's like when you go to a doctor. Red, Red Bull told Max like no no DRS for the rest of the race. They have this. It's like when you go to a doctor, you never want them to say like I have never seen this before. Like <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. There were the commentators right. were like. I've never seen this happen before. This is insane. That yeah. His thing, his shit yeah. split in half. Like they have real DRS problems over at Red Bull. But um, yeah. okay, so fuck, Mary kill, podium is. Oh I mean, my god! Right, fuck. I was like, this is gonna be a short episode. Uh, hour, an hour fifteen in. All right, fuck, Mary kill, podium. So the, who we, was a, who? We the podium was Max, Checo, uh, and George. Checo and George. So oh, so so, so let's say kill first. Three, two, one, kill George. George, yeah, we kill George. Uh, let's uh, let's uh, let's kill Checo this week and fuck Max. <laughs> okay, well I'm gonna I'm gonna marry Checo and I'm gonna fuck Max because last week I didn't marry Checo and I should have. <laughs> this is today I'm gonna fuck Max. He was very chill this week. 
he can fuck me this week. And then, uh, <laughs> and we know that he's a top. We know yeah. that he's a top because he likes that front. He likes that oversteer. Likes yeah, that I'll marry Checo because, you know, he's clearly a daddy. Okay. Uh, all right. So doing the work. Okay. Yeah. Right. 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 All right. So we yep. have a couple to choose from. It's like it's like it's like, it's like it's like a thing where it's like we love this segment, and even if you don't, we don't care. Um. <laughs> well, if you really hate it, email us at trpod at gmail dot com. And if you love it, email us your problems. Like yeah, we'll scrap it if enough people hate it. Some people um. have emailed us that they hate it. Other people seem to like it. Many okay. fan people. Okay, so we have someone writing into the to the podcast saying, Dear my beloved red flags, I'm gonna cut right through the bullshit and get down to business. I look like Harry fucking Potter and can't get a date. I work on cars for a living. I'm a mediocre SCCA club racer. I cook, clean, play drums in a band. Overall, I would consider myself a catch, but I think I'm too nice or sweet off the jump, and I don't look like Harry Styles or Timothée Chalamet, so I'm immediately friend-zoned. What am I supposed to do? Wait until women my age, I'm 23, by the way, are focused on less superficial things? Do I lower (laughs) my standards? Get a nose job like Matt needs to. Shots fired. I've got no clue. Looking for some advice to avoid to avoid the zone so quickly. Also, Ooh. Matt, write a damn script and a part for Brian to be in. Also, Brian, you'd play goddamn Zach Brown if I if it was a McLaren F1 movie. Okay, this guy's just coming in hot. Okay, this guy's like wanting our advice and then saying that you need to get a us? nose job and I look like Zach Brown. And listen, I'm happy to do that, but I'm a young man. Can we at least say a young Zach Brown? Come on. <laughs> um, all right. Wow. So here's, I it's think, really funny here's, that he's insulting my appearance and then asking me for help to get fucking laid. But, but anyway. here's the thing. I think him insulting your appearance is actually very revealing. It's part of his problem. It's and then part what of does he say? Problem. What does he say? Who does he say he doesn't look like? He doesn't look like Harry Styles and he doesn't look like Timothy Chalamet, but he insults right. my nose. Because uh-huh. what what does my nose do? My nose does not uh adhere to conventional beauty standards. Uh-huh. Yes. And what does he say about himself? He looks like Harry Potter. So you put your own self in a box, bro. Right. You're in your you're like Alex Albon and the Red Bull or or Pierre Gasly in a Red Bull. You're just in your own fucking head. And right. the truth is the, the truth is I used to think my nose was horrible. Right. I used to be really insecure. I used to have a much smaller body and a much smaller face and the same size nose. And I used to think <laughs> it was really bad. Right. And I used to be really insecure about it and my dad used to deal with it by saying, "You know, you could fix it if you wanted to. You don't have to, but you could." Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, yeah, he but- didn't push me to do it. He was like, there's always, you could always fix it. You know, it's not. Right. But he, but he the reality is that that people fucking love your nose. But but I but I went, I went, I had a whole evolution with it, though, because what happened was. Okay. Then I started getting with girls and they all said they loved my nose. Mm-hmm. And then I started thinking, well, I actually have a great nose. My nose is incredible. <laughs> Right. I have a better nose than anybody else. Uh-huh. Like it went to my head. But then I actually realized that the the women who fuck me it's self-selecting. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like only women that fuck with a nose like this are going to have sex with me. There's a whole right. swath of women that don't like my nose that won't have sex with me, but that doesn't matter. There's but, enough. Yeah, who gives a shit? Who yeah, exactly. Right. You've got exactly. a seat. Exactly. You've got a seat. 
So who who cares? Right. Exactly. And there are, you know, there are women that prefer this equipment, that prefer to use this equipment. Exactly. Um, and there's just a lot of there's a lot of negative self-talk in this fucking thing. Yes. And I and I, and and I think that's a part of the problem is that like you think that looking like Harry fucking Potter as you put it yourself is a bad thing. Daniel Radcliffe is a sex icon. So let's be make one thing perfectly clear. He's a fucking like you you wouldn't necessarily expect it, but that's what he is. And he and I don't know if you've seen there's you're resigning yourself as being one thing. But, like, we talk about how hot all these drivers are, right? We talk about how hot Charlotte Claire is. We talk about how hot Daniel Ricardo is. But, like, Lewis Hamilton, if you look at young – I mean, all of those drivers have had glow-ups. <laughs> we talk about how hot – I mean, Charlotte Claire is, like, handsome, like, gorgeous, handsome now. But, like, when he's a little kid, he's got the moppy hair. Like, he's, like – he's cute, but he's a little dweeby looking. Daniel Ricardo with his – I mean, back in the day with his – when his teeth were all fucked up. Like, there's – you know – the, the glow up is real. The glow up is 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 uh, what is it? Fucking ugly duckling becomes the beautiful swan, my guy. There's actually a there's actually a theory. Um, forgot what the what it's called, but um, there's a theory where like the it's called the disability theory. Okay. Where um, where basically animals in the wild right we're like the 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 peacock that gets the most pussy is the peacock with the <laughs> biggest most beautiful shit the biggest most beautiful tail right. but that tail is like evolutionarily useless uh-huh right and when they say that they're peacocking right they're strutting uh -huh. their stuff but it's like that thing is like it's just extra energy devoted to a right. fucking useless thing and they actually think that the, the, the females in the wild are actually attracted to something that like if it can survive in the wild with a tail that big and beautiful, there must be something special about it. So that's like why why you sometimes when you're at a party and you see like a short kind of guy who might not be the best looking with a beautiful woman. Mm -hmm. Right. It's because he's mm -hmm. confident and like. And like right. I think a lot of people are actually find it attractive to be with somebody who's not a ten, but is confident because right. like that's what they want. That that's the ideal, right? Is to be comfortable in your own skin. I mean, it's easy to be right. a ten and be confident. What's hard is to not be a ten and be confident. And that's attractive, right? That's sexy. But you know what's also hard to be ten and and be fun to be around. <laughs> They're also like absolute nightmares to be around. And people right. that are not fucking don't aren't as genetically fucking whatever can actually have to develop a goddamn personality so i have friends i have friends who are far from tens who fuck yeah i have friends who yeah. are sub fives who <laughs> fuck right. like who have more <laughs> sex in one year than you need to have in your entire life so and listen mr harry fucking potter i hope that during this time you've been developing that goddamn personality and you can fucking put that shit to you so i think trust in the equipment you have actually and stop looking at the equipment you don't yeah actually exactly That's you know what advice. actually i want to take this back he should definitely wait he should definitely wait till he's 30 just 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 <laughs> that was or should i just wait till women get less interested in vain things Right, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, that, that's, yeah. Your that's your solution. Just fucking put the car the in the garage till you're 30, dude. Or don't wait till you're 30. Fuck older women. You ever think about that? <laughs> hey, 
I mean, I will say it is. It's a little like being a, being. Well, it's, it's a little tough being with a young man. But they take this time to fucking like learn about yourself. Fucking get in touch with your confidence. Put the, put them some time in the wind tunnel so you can come out onto the track and start blowing away and getting those purple sectors. Don't insult Matt's nose or ever again, you little fuck. Hope that helps. That's your fucking <laughs> advice column for the fucking week. All right. We'll do the we'll do the, we'll do other ones uh, other ones next week. Yeah, trfpod uh, at gmail.com if you want that fucking amazing advice. Email uh, us at trfpod at gmail.com. Also, we have a big announcement. So don't we're gonna reveal this at the very end. We have a big announcement about a future episode. So you want to stick guest. around for that? But let's let's do a little bit with a big guest, and you're gonna want to know the fucking name of the guest because he's a it's it's fucking legendary. But before that, let's do our shout outs. These are people that are fucking donating to our um, Venmo charity case of Get Matt. Brian and Jenny to the Austin race and have it not break their bank. Um, you can, uh, you know, send a little, send a little something to Red Flags Pod at Red Flags Pod on Venmo business account, and yeah. our shoutouts go to <laughs> Todd G, Eddie V, who wants two shoutouts, but what, which is you know not. <laughs> Not the deal, but he gave us a good amount of money. So, also, Todd G two wants friends. us to low key. Todd G I said low, pickle. Low key I said wants pickle. Oh, uh, earlier, I said I he said say, I, I said okay. it, but he gave us. He only gave us ten bucks. So fuck you, Todd. Oh, well, Todd, Todd's you, Todd actually G. been a real one. Todd, t- yeah, Todd ten bucks wants to fucking put copy in my mouth. You fucking sickle pickle fuck. Hope you're happy with that. Uh, that was that. You get what you pay for, Todd. Eddie V, yeah. Bruce, Bruce, and Crazy Jim, who, who because of this pod, refer to Ocon as skinny dick. Uh, Kristen okay. R, Rory S, uh, wants to hang in Austin. You know, get in fucking line, bro. Uh, Rob S, <laughs> Jack S, Margaret B, and uh, Sarah, a California Jew in Ireland. Thank you so much. Uh. Yeah, and thank you so much, guys. Yeah, yeah, we 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 do appreciate it. Even even fucking uh, all of you, you all of you little fucks. Um, Warlock, Matt's Warlock predictions uh, last week actually all uh, came exactly true, not in the way that he wanted them to, but we all thought Matt and I both thought that, and Blake thought that Max was going to take Baku. And Max predicted that Charlotte Claire will continue his string of bad luck and Ferrari will fuck him. And he was absolutely fucking right. <laughs> but not was, in the way that he wanted to. I was to trying be. to reverse jinx him. He was trying to reverse the curse, but you know, he just he just contributed to it. So, okay. We have a big announcement. A big announcement. Yitch. Yitch. Next week's Canada, right? We got yeah. Canada. The following week, there's no race. And that following week is our one year anniversary. That's a year ago we started this we started this little podcast. Love you, Bubby. Love you too, Bubby. Well, and we'll save it for the fucking Yeah. But let's just but let's just let you know that we got um we were talking about the Godfather earlier today. Yeah. Who did we get on the podcast, Matt? Mario. Mario and Dreddy. 
You mean the godfather father of American motorsport? See. Si. Yeah. Yeah, it's huge news. We got Mario Andretti on the fucking podcast. Mario Andretti is our guest on our year episode that is coming up in two fucking weeks. We can't believe it. We are so beyond our wildest dreams of what we thought this thing could be when we first started it to have the the legend of motorsport, the the winningest all Formula One driver in American history. In any history, F1 I mean, champion. I mean, I mean, Mike. You could argue between Michael and Lewis for like, who's the best F1 driver of all time, but there's no mm-hmm. argument that like Michael is like a better overall driver. Because right. if you look at all the Indy 500 champion, Daytona 500 right. champion, Indy Series champion, and F1 champion, and F1 champion, he won them all, and on the won them all, legend. And he's they're trying to fucking get a fucking team in F one and F one's being dicks and not and and F one's not being dicks, but the teams are being fuck they're 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 being dicks, but we're gonna fucking make it happen, Cap'n. That's our episode, people. Stay tuned for Mario. It's gonna be coming up. It's gonna be a legendary episode for us. We thank you. We love you. And until oh wait, what, oh, do, predictions, predictions for, for Canada. Who do you got? I got Max. I think I got Max. Uh, I think Charles Leclerc will continue his string of bad luck, and I'm afraid that my warlock <laughs> ironic predictions are just going to be true, and they're not even ironic anymore. So, oh well. Mercedes is going to have a bad. Mercedes is going to have a bad race. It's, it's a it's a high speed street circuit, just like uh, just like whatever. So it's going to be good. I think, for but, I think but I think, uh, but I think, but I think George Russell is going to continue his string of success and not fuck it up. <laughs> okay, Vankas. Until next time. Later, Vankas. Bye, Vankas. And now we are a fucking bunch of wankers.